Good afternoon, it's uh, Rupert Thompson, uh, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group, and it's 2nd November. And I'm now going to run through the latest development from the markets last week and also our thoughts going forward. Well, equity markets uh, last week took a tumble. Um, global equities were down some 5% or so. Um, they're now down around to 7% from their highs in September. Um, but it has to be said, so far at least, um, this is nothing out of the ordinary. In fact, corrections of around 5 to 10% are surprisingly common. And also, you shouldn't forget the fact that um, equities are still up some 40% from their lows in March. Well, why did equity markets fall last week? Um, well, it's, the reason isn't exactly hard to fathom. And the obvious reason is that um, we had further spikes in infections in the Europe and the UK. And we've had now announcements of lockdowns in the UK and also in a range of countries in Europe, most notably Germany and France. And the big fear here, obviously, is that um, these lockdowns are going to throw the economic recoveries, which have been in place now for the last few months, into reverse. Well, just to put this in perspective, um, last week we did actually have um, third quarter growth numbers out in Europe and the US, and they were actually uh, strong. In fact, we saw record growth in the third quarter compared to the second quarter. But um, I think you really have to look at um, these numbers in a different way. And that is really um, look at how far GDP is still below where it was pre-COVID at the end of last year. I mean, the reason why you had record growth in the third quarter is simply because you had a record decline in the second quarter. And if you look at where we are relative to the end of last year, actually, there's still um, a significant way to climb back to sort of pre-COVID levels. So we're talking about uh, Eurozone GDP still being down over 4% from where it was at the end of last year. Um, US GDP around 3.5%. The UK, we don't actually have numbers out for the third quarter yet. Um, but as of August, um, the UK, which has been um, one of the economies hardest hit by the pandemic, um, GDP was actually down as much as 9% from its peak back in August. The one economy which has clearly bucked this trend has emerged from COVID far faster than anywhere else is China. And in fact, in China, uh, GDP is now up 4% compared with the end of last year, whereas almost everywhere else, you still got significant declines. And it's this divergence, which is behind the reason or is behind the uh, sharp outperformance of Chinese equities you've seen this year. Um, they've outperformed substantially. And this actually continued last week. Um, Chinese equities were only down around a half percent, whereas global equities were down five uh, percent or so. So where do we go from here? Well, we've been saying for a while now we're entering, entering choppy market, choppy, choppy waters, and that's obviously the case. And we think there's probably um, some choppiness to continue. Um, having said that, um, you know, while markets could clearly fall back further, um, we definitely think that markets, we're not looking at a repeat of what happened earlier in the year. Uh, we think there's a lot more support for markets um, compared to then. And a number of reasons for saying this. Um, number one is, sure, we are now seeing renewed lockdowns, but these lockdowns are hopefully going to be shorter and they are less draconian than the previous lockdowns. 
And also, sort of, once we come out of the lockdowns and as we move into early next year, we should hopefully being should start to be seeing light at the end of the tunnel. And I say that because clearly, you know, testing has already been expanded massively. Um, it's plans to expand it a lot more with uh, very rapid tests in the next few weeks, next few months. And hopefully, sort of early next year, we should start to see the rollout of vaccines. So I think all these events or all these factors together, I mean, none of them, none of, none of them individually is going to be a silver bullet. But together, I think it should allow activity to resume the sort of upward trend, even if it is stalled or goes into reverse temporary in the fourth quarter because of these new lockdowns. So short term, um, definitely we're still in a choppy period. We could see further market weakness, but we're sticking to our view that longer term equities should resume their upward trend. Um, one other reason actually for saying this is we are in the midst of the third quarter reporting season in the States, um, over halfway through in fact, and we had the big tech names report last week and actually they all beat expectations as indeed did the big banks a couple of weeks ago and earnings were actually coming out significantly higher than had been expected. Um, they're only falling 10% compared with a year ago whereas at the start of reporting you were looking at a 20% decline. So there is support for the markets also coming from earnings at the moment. The other big event clearly at the moment is the US election. Um, to be honest not a lot has changed in the last week or two. Um, Biden is still the firm favourite, but it is still very much far from a done deal. Um, who controls the Senate um, is almost as important as who wins the presidency, and that is a very tight race. Um, in terms of the impact on the market, um, the one sort of obvious thing to say is the worst result would be a close and contested result which could lead to days, if not weeks, of not knowing who's won the election. That is clearly the worst result. And in terms of who, what the best result would be, probably you know, either a Trump clean sweep or clear victory or a Biden clear victory. Um, both of those, at least initially, the markets would probably react quite positively to. Um, just because the worst case scenario of a contested result had been avoided. Beyond that, to be honest, it is hard to say. Um, you've got a lot of conflicting policies, a lot of cross-currents in there. And also in terms of how much of the policy platform of Biden will actually be implemented, it will very much depend on whether he gains control of the Senate or not. So I still think, I think a lot still to play for for the US election. Um, but just one sort of final comment on the election, and that is that at these times, it's easy to place too much emphasis, I think, on how important these elections are. I mean, if you look at it in the past, what has been much more important is the business cycle, what the Federal Reserve's doing, and also at the moment, clearly, what is happening with COVID. So sure, the election is important, but it is not the be-all and end-all. Anyway, I'll be back, um, hopefully in a few days' time, with and be able to give you rather more clarity on where we stand in the US. Thank you. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice, and please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. 
how an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future, and there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.